0: Before we get started, are you thinking of creating a podcast or are you a podcast host already? As a podcast strategist, I can help you to launch or relaunch a purposeful and profitable podcast, which will inspire, entertain, and educate a global audience. Simply book in a one-to-one call with me right now via the calendar link in the show notes, and together we'll focus on the purpose of your podcast. Today on Focus on Why, I am joined by Sylvia Del Corso. Welcome, Sylvia. Hello, Amy. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a joy. It is a joy, indeed. So tell me, what is it you're doing at the moment, Sylvia?
1: I'm excited to be discovering what uh, our conversation will bring forward uh, in terms of, yeah, exchanging ideas and it's always uh, it's always great when we start talking and then it, it can be a little bit unpredictable what else comes out, but yeah, for the rest it's a normal working day, so a little bit grey
0: and gloomy, but yeah, can be good anyway. <laughs> Excellent. And this exchange of ideas, is this something that happens for you a lot?
1: Well, I really like talking to people, uh, and regardless if it's uh, business owners uh, or someone in the local community, in, the, in my network of connections. I really think that whenever we are discussing topics and very insightful ones like today we're talking about purpose Uh, so yeah there's there's always so much that comes out in terms of reflections and things that you I hadn't thought before
0: yeah I love that so tell me what does purpose mean to you
1: well in the end uh, uh, I mean reaching now my 40s it's changed with me and now My purpose is happiness. Uh, So, and it's very uh, personal. Everyone finds their happiness in different ways. For me in particular, it's very rooted into the family values uh, and the way we are strongly connected with each other. Also through everything we've gone through together, we've been expatriating from Italy to here. Uh, and there's been a lot of huge life changes and now there is this new uh, reality. So new national identity, if you want, uh, finding my new place, my new, who I am. Uh, And yeah, work-wise, I had to relaunch the company. So again, even that uh, needed to be shaped in a new dimension, a new identity. And it's something that brings me joy. So if I'm trying to follow that uh, as my compass, uh, I naturally ending up making choices that and to make me happy. So following the, the gut instinct of what uh, feels good and what doesn't. And if something doesn't feel good, uh, it's about asking myself, what is in that thing that I don't really like and why? And yeah, in the end, we don't really know how long we've got on the planet. So it's worth trying to, to, to be as happy as can be.
0: Wow. So, I mean, just reaching your 40s and having these midlife beginnings is a natural process for most people but for you to then have pushed on top of that all of these different layers for the huge life layers that you've you've had which is a new business a new country and a new identity as well I I mean that's a lot to take on
1: yeah I know I haven't probably I haven't fully finished digesting it and I, I don't know if I ever will fully digest it but I'm going mini bite at the time day by day and just trying to in the beginning, it was a lot. Uh, it was overwhelming. Uh, but it, it, it's a choice that we should have done before and I never regretted it. It's been the best choice ever that we could have ever done because we, Italy is a fantastic place, uh, but we weren't that happy there because of the economic conditions uh, and the way we used to, to live. We were running a marketing agency, web and marketing agencies, and it wasn't thriving. The businesses are struggling to to stay open so they can't invest uh, in digital assets uh, so with two young kids and trying to give them a future then we've done this massive leap of faith and it's been great uh, because i mean london is uh my place uh the 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 most amazing city that i've seen so far and i feel like i really belong and even the english culture if you want uh, it's something that i i feel that i actually resonate here so if you think of a spirit affinity with somewhere i i feel i'm pretty pretty in the right place uh, i still have the the luck to be able to go to and fro so i managed to keep contact with the family and people but not as much uh, as it would be. So you feel a lot of mm, loneliness in the beginning, a lot of sense of uh, homesick and where is my place and so on. So it's a lot, uh, but uh, it's um, it's something that's for the best. The kids are really, really thriving here. Business has been really thriving as well. So yeah, I couldn't be happier with, with the choice that we've done.
0: And I want to pick up on that happiness is your purpose and you just said you couldn't be happier here. How do you define or measure happiness for yourself?
1: Uh, Well, in the little things, not in the huge things. Uh, So it doesn't have to be having uh, incredible assets uh, or something like that. Uh, It's feeling that I'm aligned uh, with my values, with what matters for me. So even the choices that I've done not uh, to go to work uh, in a company or in a corporate uh, using my skill set. I was doing SEO even before and actually running a business. it was something that I was enjoying. Uh, I, I was disappointed that it couldn't work in Italy, but I I like being my own um, my own boss. So I wanted to restart putting something up, uh, and I, I followed the instinct. Uh, I've gone through some mistakes, definitely, but uh, the way I measure how happy I am is actually if I feel that I'm aligned uh, with what. Uh, With with what I feel that is right and wrong, it's that internal sense, and even in the choices that I do in business, uh, all of the ethical choices, or like paying employees the London living wage and doing keeping aligned with certain specific good ethical practices, uh, is something that in in the end pays off uh, in terms of happiness. Uh, So if I feel that I'm aligned with my values that I'm being my best me then it's it's okay it can't be perfect but it's uh, it's uh, going in the right, right direction
0: and it's interesting because your business is something that you could have worked remotely from Italy you could have set this kind of business up there no or
1: uh it would be difficult to be able to work with international clients uh, whilst uh, still being based uh, in Italy because actually even here local communities are strong and being part of the West London local community being part of the chambers of commerce being part of local business communities is something that in the end uh, helps me to recreate a little bit of a network uh, of people around me because when you cut all of your mm, 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 ties then as I said you you end up feeling lonely Um, but also for the business because then you get to know people and they get to know you and it would not have happened if I was still there.
0: I, I get it I understand and what I want to sort of pull on the thread that I really would like to understand is this gut instinct of the feeling. And it's a, it's a knowing that you have, that you said it's with the following the instinct and the values. What are the values and how do you get that? What happens when you get the feeling?
1: Well, it's something that in some cases will tell me if uh, something is worth uh, um, fighting for a little bit for example there may be dynamics within the team that need to be polished uh, and i may feel uh, if uh, something is really worth fighting for and uh, there are people they are worth uh, keeping and then it's a matter of uh, smoothing some angles making sure that some processes work work better but that is uh, there is something that my gut instinct is telling me that is uh, that is the right type of people that i want around me because uh, again they share the same sort of culture and values and attitude uh, so yeah it's uh, it's difficult to explain but uh, on on a daily basis sometimes uh, the instinct uh, comes before the reasoning so then the reasoning steps back uh, asking why do I feel this way why does this thing feel odd What, what is actually the trigger the feeling what 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 is going on here and is this is this
0: a way that you've always operated in making decisions Sylvia
1: well it's odd because my my husband is a, as rational as can be he is a, a software developer he's been developing code all his life so he's very rational everything is one or zero and it's really easy for him to go to, mm, around situations because it's very clear and analytical in my case uh Emotions tend to have uh, a role, uh, but I've discovered it's not a negative role uh, because going side by side with emotional intelligence has actually helped me dealing with people, having relationship, understanding what's going on, understanding what might be behind uh, um, some sort of situations. Uh, So, Yes, I think that's been my default mode uh, ever since.
0: I love that. So a default mode of this emotional intelligence. And tell me about the spirit affinity that you have with English culture and, and how spirit affinity just manifests in your, in your life.
1: I don't know. It's been, it's something that I noticed more and more times. Uh, People sometimes, they pointing out how, for example, you don't easily interact with others when you're sitting on a public transport. And and for me, it's okay. I mean, maybe because I'm deep down, I'm an introvert, even if you wouldn't say that, but I I am happy not uh, having to. Talk to someone who's <laughs> was a stranger and it's sitting next to me, it, it, but also the politeness. I mean, people all the time and every time uh, being courteous and kind and polite, and uh, it's very distant from the Italian way because the Italians are much more warm blooded, uh, and you will see this strong uh, impact of emotions and i'm not really prepared for that i don't really want to be meddling so much with other people's emotions
0: so tell me leap of faith you you've come over you've got this new reality this new identity and it says it brings. you're following joy or your what brings you joy is your compass and and, the, and you mentioned values what are your values Well, the
1: deepest values that I have uh, are rooted in the family here. So, And that is, again, what uh, has driven me through many of the choices that I've done. So when we came here, my son was seven and my daughter was four. And I always felt uh, that they needed to feel the presence of us uh, parents uh, much closer than the peers. Uh, so they need to be able to have this very strong sense of attachment with us uh, and relationship with us uh, and know that they can speak with us anytime about anything. And so I wanted to be there physically and morally and spiritually so uh, that is something that in the end tells me if something is right or wrong if i feel that there is something that is off uh, is when i feel that i'm prioritizing other things uh, than not what is uh, most worth for me so if, if you think of the five regrets of the dying the only real regret that I may have uh, is if uh, I hadn't really been there for them the way that they need Uh, because all the rest is secondary Uh, the business the work the money but being there to be able to leave uh, them then able to go on in the world uh, as balanced as stable as can be that's the purpose for me as a mother so I brought them to this world and my main responsibility is making sure that they when they are on their own uh, they are as stable as balanced uh, as happy as possible so I try to transmit to them the values the the sense of ethics the sense of all the the little knowledge that I have all the, the little things that I can Uh, how to interpret the world that can be so confusing in so many situations Uh, so that at least I've created two new human beings that can be decent and can be
0: able to then create other human beings that can be decent and so on. And how old are they now Sylvia? Uh,
1: My son is nearly 15 and my daughter is uh, 11 and it's nice because my son for example everybody's complaining about teenagers and how challenging they can be they are my best friends Uh, so uh and with all the moments in which we may have different views and the rare moments in which i have to impose myself uh, as uh, the um, adult of the situation so yes okay you don't want to do this but i have to tell you this needs to be done because uh, and but apart from these moments, uh, I, I, it's good to see that they we, we chat all the time. We and they are more mature and wise than me in many situations. So they are actually my guide in sometimes in which I may I mean, just feel uh, that I don't know what
0: to do. And I I like them as people. I really like them. Oh, it's so lovely to hear because I I had the same experience of my children. Well, my husband and I have had the same experience in that we've formed such a great, strong relationship with the children. And they're now 20 and 17. And again, like you, I didn't have or I'll say we because my, it's my husband and I, we didn't have those conflicts in the teenage years. We didn't have that high emotion, the slamming doors, the, the things that people say happens. And I do think it is about having them as, as peers, as friends, as as equals and understanding, yes, there is a, a dynamic here that we are the parents and they are the children, but it is it's founded on respect and trust. And what you were sharing there about how you know they're, they're your best friends and that now there are some situations where they can be more mature than you it's because you've given them that equal footing to allow themselves to be expressed to allow themselves to have independent thought and for for me that is what being a parent's all about
1: yeah and even respecting the uh uh moments in which they're wrong because i m- know for example teenage people uh, they're developing their brain and their moments in which my 15 years old is a four years old child and it's fun it's just cute I mean I try not to get cross because I know that that's part of it so I respect the way he is and I like the way he is and definitely if they do something wrong I'm the first person who tells them uh, this can be dangerous, this is wrong, this can't be done. Absolutely, I don't want you to be doing this because uh, uh, this is what can happen. Uh, And believe me, whatever you can think of, I've been through (laughs) nearly all of that. So, and also please, Tell me everything. I promise I won't uh, get cross, but I need to know everything because if I don't know stuff, I may not be able to protect you or to guide you. So, again, I've been through anything and everything that you can imagine. And whatever you face, uh, I, I somehow been around that uh, so I can tell you what can happen what is so I, I won't get cross I just need to know what what's going on to, to be able to to guide you to, to help you avoid bad moments.
0: And your purpose as a mother how has that shaped you in other areas of your life?
1: Well it's shaped me a lot uh, because uh, All the rest has gone uh, around that. Uh, So in the way the business is going and the way I understand the other people working with me uh, my team members have got families uh, and when there is something going on with that family with their family there is nothing that's more important than that so if the client is in need of something but you have an issue with your family we'll find a way of uh, dealing with the client but you need to focus on your family first so I I, I know that even for them some things are priorities and some things are just m- messing life up like I don't know just strikes and all of the things that can happen last minute and it's okay I mean we will find ways uh, around uh, dealing with anything that can happen and it's uh, just uh, disrupting the normal order of things that happen so yeah the way I'm trying to organize my days uh, trying to keep lighter the holidays uh, so I rather decline uh, some some opportunities uh, because I rather choose spending time with them so in those weeks in that time uh, I rather prefer keeping a low rhythm uh, and booking more before and after making sure that that I can actually be there and enjoy what I know that is me it's personal so that that is just what
0: makes me happy in the end and again there's that happiness as well what makes you happy it's it's fabulous tell me you you use the expression of bring me joy as a compass what else other than family brings you joy uh
1: well Feeling happy comes from many little more. It mainly comes from inside, uh, and that is something that I've been try- trying to to fix all the lives. So I've been through lots of different mental. M- at situation so trying to find my way around depression and so on is um, anxiety and all of that has been like a constant ever since I was a very young child so in the end what I've come to so far realize is that it needs to come from a good relationship with myself so being able to understand my alarm lights uh, when i feel that i'm not uh, really feeling well then i am the only one who can rectify that so i just need to be a little bit more careful and focused on how i feel and how i should instead be feeling why is this not uh, the right uh, for me in this moment uh, and then trying to find solution that may not be possible to align, for example, with my need to be on the beach on the seaside <laughs> if I'm here or, or to go snowing. But there are those many things that in the end that can bring you joy. It's just a matter of allowing yourself that uh, little bit of luxury or I don't know, stopping everything and having a, a hot bath because. Uh, yeah, it's uh, trying to be a little bit kinder with myself, which is not, it's a constant work in, purpose, in progress.
0: I was not expecting that answer. What a, what a really beautiful and, and vulnerable position that you have just shared with us about the experiences that you've had since your child and you mentioned anxiety and depression. And it seems to be the, the way that in, in the conversations I have with people, the purpose piece comes from a from personal experience, and there's often a more more darker moment that has been the catalyst to understanding purpose, to understanding how purpose shows up in in your life. And for you, it's it's understanding that the mental situations that you've experienced or the mental health situations, and that it is down to you it, to rectify that yet you've you've had external assistance in in that process but as a mother now like hearing the way that you have parented was that different to the experiences that you had?
1: Let's go get into that Uh, it's a a long story and it's been a difficult story everybody's tried their best but it was uh, it was a very challenging situation but yeah let's just say that uh, there's been a lot uh, of Issues and mental issues in the past. Uh, So it it teaches you things. It teaches you how things should be and should not be, what can happen, what you don't want to happen, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, there are lessons to be taught, and everything that happens, happens for a reason. Uh, So it's difficult to understand, but after a while, you kind of find a meaning in understanding that Uh, and religion as well everybody's got their own faith but for me it is again a big uh, a big mm, compass uh, what is right and wrong uh, what is ethical and what is not Uh, so if there is a reason whatever happens is what I can learn from that Uh, what type of person I am now is also because of everything so yeah uh, where what I can do now to try and make it right uh, for the future for them for me for yeah
0: so is this work in progress for your rest of your lifetime
1: Yeah, indeed, Uh, because I don't think that I can ever say, now I'm perfect, now I'm really the person that I should be. (laughs) No, I mean, we are humans uh, and we do mistakes. uh, And even if it's uh, hard uh, to admit it, because every time we do mistakes, then we start uh, all of the blame, shame game. So yeah, I've done this, I'm this type of person and so on instead yeah we we do this sort of mistakes and then we we should learn from that
0: well I'm sure that in reflection listening to to what you've shared here that the measurement of what you're feeling is is so key and most people don't have that reflection they just go through life on autopilot they just keep going keep going without stopping and pausing and reflecting and then shifting and changing and making different decisions as a result of what they've learned about themselves and what I've heard here is is huge self-exploration that has allowed you to, to to trust to know and to feel and to allow decisions to come from that space instead of just being the rational decisions.
1: Yeah, if you don't do that sort of exploration, then you may face uh, problems down the line uh, in the future later. So I rather prefer facing them day by day when they're small, uh, rather than finding huge things that then I don't know how to fix uh, later on. So yeah, it's a way of trying to prevent, if possible, bad scenarios uh, by n- n- re-evaluating n- as closely as possible if I'm there or not because I know that if I ignore the signals then I end up uh, in situations that I don't like so it's a sort of
0: preventative thing for sure I was not expecting the conversation to go this way i never know where we're going to go on these conversations it it's nice yeah. i love it. i love it that that's what purpose does it takes you into such an incredible space and understands more about who you are and why you do what you do so thank you for sharing your journey
1: i didn't understand expect this either but i i didn't know what to expect which is good yeah
0: so tell me, Sylvia, anybody who would like to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Um, well, working-wise, uh, the company's website is pinkseo.marketing. Uh, and you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Sylvia with an I in the Italian spelling. <laughs> <laughs> it always gets confused. Yeah, then the company you find on every social media, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, but yeah, I'm always on LinkedIn and
0: email <laughs> all the time when I'm not with the kids. You're fabulous. Well, I'll make sure all the links go into the show notes so that you can get hold of Sylvia. If you'd like to talk more about life or if you'd like to talk more about Pink SEO marketing, then Sylvia is your person. Thank you, Sylvia. It's been an absolute delight. Do you have some final words, please? I don't know. Try to be happy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we can do. I
1: say that is the thing that it, it sounds easy, but it's not becomes very complex because it's very different. My way of being happy can be different from yours, from my neighbors, from my my kids. I mean, everybody needs to find what really needs to align with what you think is right.
0: How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.